Hello. Hey, we are live in the Passwords Pub. Um, so this is going to be a different episode. Uh, uh, we don't have the music that we normally have. Uh, everything's going to be a little bit different. Um, we're, we're here to talk about the passing of Steve Austin. Um, he has been a guest on this podcast several times. He's a friend of everyone here. We've got, uh, it's, it's me, Michael, Matt, Brad. Uh, we have Lucas Allen and Josh Casey as well. Um, Steve was many things to many people. And tonight we want to talk about wh who Steve was to us. Yep. The Steve we are going to talk about may not be the Steve Austin that you know. Um, I bet so, it's pretty damn close, though. <laughs> but it's, it's probably pretty damn close. Um, so anyone who's coming to this podcast because of Steve, if you are not okay with coarse language, vulgar humor, this is not the podcast for you. Yep. Um, You're going to want to skip the 257 episodes yes. to get this as well. Yes. Turn off this, this <laughs> podcast. Um, read Catching Your Breath by Steve Austin or pre-order Hiding in the Pews. Um, give Before you leave, give to uh, the GoFundMe. It'll be in, in the show notes um, to help out um, his family. Um, with that, I don't know. I don't really know where to start. Yeah, we have like no like agenda tonight. Yeah. Uh, so this is obviously very shoot from the hip. Yeah, we decided this morning, I woke up this morning, and I'm like, we have got to say something. We yeah, we yeah. had an interview uh, ready for um, for this week. Um, we canceled that interview um, and weren't going to do an episode. And then I woke up this morning, and I was like, we've got to say something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the timing in terms of... Like I was really hoping that we could have a GoFundMe to point people to. Mm -hmm. uh, literally, just got it minutes before yeah. <laughs> before this episode started. Um, so we're really glad that we have that to be able to promote and have people as something they can do to help support um, Steve's family in this time. So, anybody want to start? Sure. All right. I was thinking today um, about it dawned on me. You know, I think I read a lot of stuff about physics because I'm a nerd like that. And basically the underlying assumption of physics is that everything is just tiny packets of energy, um, basically vibrating. The idea of string theory is it's just these vibrating strings are like the basis of everything. And I thought, what better description of Steve Austin than <laughs> like a vibrating <laughs> packet of energy? Yeah. Because he, I mean, that's literally what he was. I mean, he yeah. had just literally just vibrated with energy and... And it wasn't just that he vibrated with energy. It wasn't like like he would simultaneously exhaust you with his energy because he was so he was on man. so excited about it. I mean, just so on all the time. But you still you fed off of him as well. So it was like it was almost like a like a, a neutral given. You you must you got what you what you rec you received and you I don't know. I'm trying trying to say. There was a give and take that was that evened out. Is what I'm yeah. There was yeah, an exchange you know. of energy. Yeah. There was so, an exchange of energy that, that you both sort of. Uh, you both took in. I can't find words. That he you, took that you, from you and he gave to you. Thank you. <laughs> he giveth and he taketh away. That was a yeah. fight, man. Wow. Yeah. I I was thinking today about. I, so this has been this has obviously been a it's been a rough week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been a rough week for all of us in this room who knew him. I know Josh. You knew him better than any of us. Mm -hmm. um, it has been a rough 
week for our community in the pub who knew him. I mean, some of them knew him better than I even knew. Like, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. <clears throat> it's, I, it's been insane. Like how many people have reached out to us and said yeah. with a personal story yeah. of, of, of a relationship they had with Steve. It's, and there was, and there was no, like, there was no fanfare about it. There was no, like, it reminds me, I, I put something, this is kind of tangential is what I was going to talk about, but who cares? Like, it reminds me of how, um, I lost my train of thought already. It, it, it's insane it. how generous and yes. personal he was, how yes. intimate yeah. he was. Yeah. It's oh, I, I know what I was going to say. Like he, I put a thing on Facebook yesterday after I had been processing for a couple of days. And one of the things I said was that like the ripples I'm realizing that the ripples of his life are going to be seen and felt for like yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I've started to see just how many people. And it's interesting, not just in our in the pub, like not just in our circle of friends. Like, I mean, I've seen people like. I mean, hell, there was a there was an article in the Washington Post about it. today. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, holy shit. Yeah. Like the ripple effects of what of his work and his life are going to be felt for such a long time. Like, and that, like you were saying, like he, I mean, he was just, he was just literal energy. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time that we had him on, I didn't know anything about it. So it was a phone interview. The, the, the first time we ever had him on the day that we were supposed to have him on, someone canceled. I don't remember who it was. Somebody canceled. And it was like, it was, early in the podcast to where we were like, we have to have an episode. Yeah, right. We can't not have an episode. And so he had been on the twisted sisters and, um, I, none of us had read his book and we had read a little bit of a story and I just hit him up on Facebook. I was like, I, I re reached out to you guys. and was like, let's, can we have this, this guy on? He's got a story to tell. And you're like, yeah, sure. And so I knew nothing about it. We knew nothing. Instant, and, instant connection. Yeah. And yeah. when he like, <laughs> It was like we'd known him for it's years. It's funny because like the, I remember the first thing I said to him was obviously Steve Austin. Okay, like I remember saying something like, well, "You make the six million dollar man cold. jokes." Well, I made the, the six million, jokes. and I said, "Well," and, <laughs> and he immediately I mentioned something about his name being Steve Austin, yeah. and he immediately launched into this thing about he, how he is thrice fucked with his name. <laughs> like and he went on and on and on in that southern <laughs> twang of his. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? But like it like you said, instant connection. It was yeah, just yeah. like a I, I, I just can't even describe. We got off the phone after that interview and we've had some interviews to like I mean, we get a lot of interviews and we've had some that we get off. And we're like, thank God. That's <laughs> you know, like the, the yeah. letterman. <laughs> um, but we got off. We got off with him and it was like, well, that was unexpected. Yeah, yeah, and it was, and we it was like we yeah. kind of immediately knew we just made a friend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we we we've interviewed Rob Bell, and it's not like we're friends. It's not yeah. like we get off and we're like, hey, we're Rob's friend now. No, like we're not. I mean, a little bit. I mean, well, I, we're not. <laughs> but it was just funny. Like with with Steve, no. it was just like literally like we. It just felt like we had known each other forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he just has that ability to instantly disarm people he had that yeah. ability to just like this is who i am and i will come in with a fucking battering ram mm -hmm. yeah and you can accept this or you cannot accept this and i don't know man like he he just kind of became a real cheerleader for us and 
I would hope we were a cheerleader for him and his work. And I just, I don't know. It's just, he was just pure. I mean, at times and weirdly given his mental health issues, just a ball of joy. Yeah. You know, I don't know, you know, know any other way to describe it. Rob Bell talks about joy being a generative property. And that's what you were talking about Mm -hmm. with Steve, like that energy. It was just, you couldn't help but smile. Mm-hmm. Because of he was just so like, I, I mean, he was just so inappropriate yeah. and <laughs> yeah, he might have been the most inappropriate person inappropriate. I've, I've ever met. I mean, honestly, yeah. like you always knew where the line was because if Steve was saying it, you just knew don't say that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I Take mean, about we, five we, steps back. We have Steve literally was. had yeah. to to make donations uh, for for um, people because <laughs> yeah. of things yep. uh, Steve Austin has said on this podcast. <laughs> offensive did. things. I totally we have made, forgot about that. We have made, did we really? Yes. We did. Yes. I don't remember that. He, yes, we did. Yeah, we did. We, sure we won't did. be was the Forrest we're not gonna, Foundation. No, it was nope. not. Nope. No, that was me, unfortunately. Like, he, he got us in, in, in some, some trouble, <laughs> and he he's just the best for it. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really is. Um, so some comments I want to I want to say in the thread. Travis Pinkston said he did the interview from his car. Um, I didn't know that he was mm. always unexpected. Um, and then Dan Cialana said, um, "Buy my book," which is the most that's, hilarious. Yeah, that's man. that's like uh, somebody asked uh, Stacy O said uh, uh, to the Green Beans Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I don't know what episode that was. That was one oh, when he was he up was here, Steve, right? Yeah, he, Steve was back up dot way. That was one of the most memorable. Yeah, episodes. Because Steve drove from Alabama. From Alabama, we put him up, up in a hotel. Yeah, I don't even know if he used that hotel. I think he definitely took the money for it, though. Um, <laughs> no, I think he did because he took. Did beer, he? He took yeah, beers he back from my fridge to the hotel. Uh, okay, okay. Got yeah. hammered and then he, came over here. He to do the showed podcast. up. He showed up pretty lit. Yeah, uh, and man, it was on. Like, yeah. yeah, I remember walking in thinking, "Oh my god, like this is going to be." Yeah. A, an absolute mess, and yeah, it, was, it was, but it was fucking glorious. Yeah, yep. <laughs> what a glorious mess! And I think that was for the that was for uh, that was for catch his, your breath, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and by the way, I I love that book. Yes, uh, it's it's a really genuinely great book. Yes, it's, it is. it's just a phenomenal book. Yep, yeah. agreed. If you haven't read it, buy it. Yep. He does the audiobook too. So, oh god, in his voice, I have not done the audio. If you want to know, I'm if, buying the audio. Those audiobook. of you who don't know Steve, if you want to know what Steve's voice sounds like, watch Letter Kenny. Yep, the Glenn. Pastor Glenn. That is Steve's voice. I'm um, I'm not kidding. Also, I mean, it is. Yeah. If you watch uh, the show Big Mouth, um, there is a there's a toad in there called the Gratitude, <laughs> and not only is it Steve's voice, but every fucking thing he says is something Steve would say to you. He's like helping people in depression, like find yeah. gratitude, and it's glorious the gratitude and it's a little toad with a little uh um soul patch and he's got maracas and so that was that was his uh contact picture for a while (laughs) for me (laughs) that's pretty great um just for for those of you at home i am are the who who are listening live in the pub i am going to comment on the um in the comments of this video, uh, just the link to the GoFundMe if anybody wants quick access to that. It is going live right now. So, and again, that'll be in the, in the show notes as well. Uh, 
uh, Tracy in the in the in the pub said he could always pull off the inappropriateness. The rest of us would end up in jail or a fist fight. <laughs> I honestly don't know how Steve didn't get canceled at some point. I mean, there's like, still time. I, <laughs> that's fair, but. Um, yeah, Dan Summers. I remember Brad wasn't going to come to Lucas's church, and he decided to come last minute when Steve was speaking. True story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad I did. Yeah. That was a good day. That was the best. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anybody else have any any stories or thoughts? Like, tell about um, when he was at your when he came to your church. What happened there? Because I w- I wasn't able to attend because I had to um, I had to work. But what was that? What was that all about? Um, he came up to do a, a workshop. I think that was the same. It was trip where he went to Ohio with yeah, Jerry. I think so. Yeah. So, okay. um, so he came over here after that, and he did a workshop on Saturday, and he spoke at church on Sunday. And on that Sunday, a bunch of turds came to Red Door, mm-hmm. and that was just the best. Like, yeah, having all those heathens in church. Um, <laughs> no, but <laughs> including Steve. Very <laughs> much. Yeah. And, um, but it was just cause that community, especially for me to have like my communities in one place was really special. Yeah. But my favorite thing about that weekend was hanging out with Steve. He, um, he stayed at gifts house, which is down the road from me. But Gif was out of town, so he just like had Gif's house. So we went. <laughs> you know he's walking around naked. Oh too. yeah, you um, guys do a risky business right. at Gif's house. Is that what's happening? Teabagging Gif's pillow. We went to um, we went to the office lounge, which is a total like divey blue. Not there anymore, yeah. as a matter of fact. Really? Oh wait, no, it's there. Oh, I was thinking of Players Pub. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought that's where you went. Oh, Off- you, is that on the South End office? It's on the East Side by the yeah. Chinese buffet. Oh, that place. There. Oh, yeah. God, that place is a dive. Holy <laughs> shit. But they have karaoke Friday nights. So me and Steve went. He, uh, I remember he did video. friends in low places. And yeah. <laughs> and it was awesome. Um, but then that after that, we went to gifts and sat on the porch and drank some bourbon and smoked cigars. And I remember someone at the end of that was 2018, like New Year's time, being like, What are your highlights? And I was like, Actually, Sitting on the porch with Steve yeah. smoking cigars was a highlight because Steve was always on. Yeah. Yes. But in that setting, it was like a different. You got real. On. You got real Steve. I won't say real Steve, but you got. I got like just the, two, the level turned down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was. He wasn't cranked to 11. Yeah. It yeah. was just the two of us hanging. And I just remember it. And I don't I don't know that it was anything super deep we're talking about both of our stories and, yeah. but and talking about life but it was just so empathetic i mean it was where he really gives yeah uh, yeah and the, it was just a highlight for me that year i remember being like that just filled me up just mm-hmm. spending time with him and yeah being able to be with him it's interesting you mentioning that and how like the different levels of steve mm-hmm because I think it kind of reminds me. I think that's why he, why he and us on the podcast, like hit it off so oh, well. Because yeah. that's kind yeah. of what we. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can mm-hmm. be to to use a Steve Austin quote. I can be higher than giraffe balls. <laughs> Learn that one from him. <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, and you know we can be laughing and giggling and being complete idiots and talking, and then all of a sudden it's like deadly serious and like profound 
Well, shit, last and, week. And that's what Steve does. Yeah, like, does. he yeah. does the same thing. Like, what you're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. he even did that, like, on our episodes. I think mm-hmm. I think we ended up even having, like, a good discussion on the shit show episode when he was up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just crazy, crazy, crazy. And then we got down to brass tacks, and it was like, mm-hmm. all oh, of a sudden, well, it was like shit. Steve turned the, yeah. the knob on the amplifier down a couple notches. And, like, I mean, he was just, he was so witty and... And authentic speaking about his like he didn't shy away from his story he didn't uh-huh. shy away from his struggle he never shied away from that and i think that's why there's so many people now going this this doesn't seem real i mean you just yeah. see mourning and grief on such a level like because he, he just had that ability to like speak his experience into other people's story yep i just keep expecting Michael's phone to ring during this recording. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, the first day and a half, I I yeah. really fought the urge just to not call him. Mm-hmm. Like, I I I didn't think it was real for a time. Yeah. I was like, if anybody's gonna pull a fucking prank like this, it's gonna be fucking Steve Austin. Uh, it just didn't it didn't feel didn't feel real. Um, I just stared at my phone with my mouth open at work. Yeah. For like five minutes, yeah. it was the literally end of the day, and I just yeah. I was driving home from so like a really staring. long day and a really long drive. Like I drove yeah. almost five hundred miles that day, and Michaela called me and told me, and I was like, it didn't hmm. like it didn't register. I was like, yeah. She told me, and it was like, what? Yeah. And then she she said it again. And I was like, I I didn't I I just had no like. Like the rest of the drive home, I literally, after I got off the phone with Michaela, I just like sat in stunned silence yeah. for the next hour and a half of yeah. my trip and like texted Mandy and said, I'm going to be pretty weird when I get home and here's yeah. why. Yeah. I, I just didn't even, I didn't even know like how to yeah. process it. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it yeah. just didn't, like how does somebody like that, that's so larger than life to use a cliche, but a completely true one. Like, how is he not here? Yeah. I, 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 I was just, in, I don't know. Like I was in Owensboro when the call from Josh's phone came back and, and I uh, was in the middle of a call. Josh's phone popped up and it's the first time I noticed on his contact, it says that he works at Pornhub. And so I took a screenshot of it and then waited till I got <laughs> How much you put in my contact. <laughs> Wait. Well, it, yeah. What I must I don't know if I did you it. Must or have, you that did doesn't it. pop Hilarious. up on mine. But it, but it literally it's says going to after this. Josh Casey works <laughs> well, at Pornhub. Um, I got to figure mean, out how to do that on my, on my phone. <laughs> um, but I, I took a screenshot. And I was like, <laughs> "Sounds about right." And then I got a text saying, "Call me as soon as possible." And I was like, "I'll, I'll call you." Really yeah. As soon as I get off this call, um, and then so I was already like, and then just did that whiplash of oh fuck. Yeah. I, I yeah. drove home from Owensboro crying and screaming uh and just um completely in in shock and disbelief absolutely i feel like i've been walking through soup for like three days it's heavy man i feel like i've been walking through like a like just soup like everything feels thick yeah Yeah. you know what i'm saying not just because it's like fucking 90 and humid here in indiana it's a different (laughs) different kind of thickness yeah Yeah. It, it just feels everything feels thick and heavy and um yeah and just darker i mean it's just yeah, yeah. I like I said, I I drove home in silence and shock. Yeah, I, I just I literally just drove home with my hand like kind of leaning on the window, like 
I was I caught myself several times with just my hand over my mouth. I don't know what to even do or say, and and I got home and Mandy gave me a hug and I just fucking lost it. Like, I just I don't know. Like how once again it was just all I keep thinking about is like how the fuck is Steve Austin not here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just like he like I said he was just so. Uh, to use what you were talking about, Matt, it, I I felt like my first thought, especially the next day, and the next day was, in a lot of ways, fucking worse. Especially once the pub found out, because we kind of found out about it on Monday, and then mm-hmm. um, we the pub found out about it on Tuesday, and like I was, I mean, you could ask my family. I was just, I mean, I just laid in bed after I got home. Yeah. I told my boss, I'm like, I can't, I can't yeah. fucking work anymore, man. Like, yeah. I said, I, I told him in the morning, I'm like, I'm not here. I'll just let you mm-hmm. know. Like, yeah. I, I had a I had a really bad day at work for a number of reasons. They're all bad days right now because I got moved lines. But um, I, I I struggled with with shit and I had no patience for shit that was going wrong. And thankfully, my guys helped out a lot. And so I texted them later. And I kind of told them what was going on. Just said had a friend pass away, and all of a sudden Monday, and so Tuesday I wasn't here. And thank you for helping out and all that. And they understood. But man, I just I didn't. I couldn't deal with bullshit. I couldn't deal yeah, with. Yeah. I had no patience. I had no energy for anything. Um, yeah, like I said, it just it just felt heavy, and you know, like it felt just you're you're just walking in a daze, sort of yeah. like it, it feels. I I thought all I could think of Monday night and then Tuesday was, and even still now, like the world feels heavier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's darker. Inexplicably, just feels heavier. Like, yeah. I, I mean, do you, I remember? I'm just thinking of this now. Would Kathleen Falsani talk about the, was it Lamed Vavik? Thought, thought about that a lot today. He was one. I, I really think he was. Like, there's people that. He was our, he was our dude. There's people, Could you explain that a little bit? Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. the, it's a Jewish mystical idea of that there are, are these people that essentially sort of make the world go round. That there's always these people. There's there's a they're, they're the they're, helpers. They're the, they're the, for the, they're the they're the dude for their time and place. Yeah, I mean, because she in the interview she we were talking about Big Lebowski and mm-hmm. she mentioned like she wrote a book and talked about how he was a Lamed Vavek. Obviously, there's a in, in a fictional sense, but mm-hmm. like there's a there's, there's a, a man. there's there is a man there yeah. is a man for his time or, and place. Or right, of course. And I think Steve was Steve that. I think that. Steve was <laughs> that person. Like, and to see. So many people coming out of the woodwork going. I just talked to him the other day. I just mm-hmm. talked to I him. Yeah, I, we all, like, I was texting him Friday, man. He came like, out as queer. And I texted him, hey, heard you were queer. Congratulations. And he said, thanks, man. I mean, <laughs> God damn. Like, I really think that he was just he. I mean, I hate to use the word purpose, but holy shit. Like, I don't know how what other language to use that he literally was just a, a person to the, that was here to walk alongside people mm-hmm. and, and, and mirror their hurt. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, I mean, holy and I fuck. think the thing when the... you lose people like that, it's the world's darker and heavier. It like feels, it just it feels like a void. Yes. It feels like it, not that he's gone, but that there's, there is a, in his absence, there is a void there. And, and I can't, who, I have no idea who is going to carry on what he was, what he was doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Who fills in you know, those shoes? Alamed Vavik always leaves behind Alamed Vavik. 
I really think that. I mean, he think of all the people he's touched in his life. Yeah. In, I mean, in all these different ways, he's left people behind that will do this. Yeah. I really believe that. If his work meant anything, it meant that he was that there will be, there will be people who will carry on. There that. will be disciples. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, in the he, literal sense. He, did, he like, did that in the most literal sense of the word. He yeah. made disciples essentially. Yeah. Josh, what were you going to say? Um, I know you were, you know, talking physics earlier, but I wasn't entirely <laughs> listening because I was dealing with my shitty computer situation. <laughs> but um, so you may have said this, and if you didn't, you can stop mm-hmm. me. But uh, you know, we talk about the we talked before about like the conservation of energy and and the idea that um it doesn't it doesn't like just disappear but it like dissipates Mm -hmm. and um you know steve was full of light and was full of energy and it's the sort that does get passed around and energy just energy just moves from one place to another and it doesn't go away a little bit i think into into each of us Mm -hmm. and um to me, that's the only way to think about how to, you know, because because you can't. He he was a singular force, and uh-huh. so, um, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. There was nobody yeah. like him. Nope, I've never, nope. I've literally never met a person mm-hmm. like him, and I, Mm-mm. and I don't know. It's one that this is one of the things I said when on the thing I post on Facebook is like, when people pass that we know, we always throw around. Phrases like "larger than life" mm-hmm. and "one of a kind." That motherfucker is larger than I life. Mean, it, I mean, yeah. it's so. Cliche, I've never meant it before. I know to this. That's what I mean. Extreme. Like, he was the embodiment of those phrases. He colonized the space that he was in. Always. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, and, and he sucked you. He was a black hole, man. He sucked he was. You, and man. He could. He obviously dominated. <laughs> you could, you he dominated a room him. when you were there. But then he had those moments where he would pull back mm-hmm. yeah. and let you in mm-hmm. to that space. And it was just like the most fucking holy thing. I mean, oh, I don't know, yeah. don't know any other way to describe it. Lucas and I were talking about the other day that like I, I always make fun of the Enneagram. But like I think whoever came up with the concept of a three just like got to know him and then wrote his like character <laughs> down. Because like if there wasn't a... Sp- in in a public sense, when there if there wasn't a spotlight around, like he would get a match and like a magnifying glass and make one so that he could like have a, a place to be and and yeah. but yeah, but then when you're with him alone or when you're talking with him one on one, um, he is the absolute. He's the opposite. He is the best conversationalist. The mm-hmm. the absolute yeah. best receive and give. Um, to truly take in what you're saying and not just waiting for his, you know, next thing to say, um. That was, I mean, that was the brilliance of, of yep. being in relationship with him. Um, I'm looking at the, the GoFundMe, so it just started an hour ago. The goal is uh, 20000 um, In an hour, it's at 2865 yeah. right. And a lot of these people who are donating are turds. So thank you for that. Yep. Keep keep going. Yep. You all um, always come through. Yep. Um, somebody in the thing wanted us to mention the um, uh, spell Lamed Vavnik. L a m e d v a v n i k s. Two words. Two words. They're essentially hidden saints. Yeah. Mm. Um. And the, these are the people that sort of like, like I said, kind of make the world tick. Mm-hmm. It's and it's kind of connected to like the tikkun olam, like the splintered yes. light and the yes. regathering mm-hmm. of the yes. the lights that God has scattered. Steve was the embodiment of. The, we're talking about Jewish stuff now, but um, the Jewish idea of he who saves one life has saved the world entire. I mean, that was sort yeah. of like his thing was just to save one life 
And then when he did that, he'd move on to somebody else and save that life. And he was continually just sort of pouring himself in, in that way. That line I know comes uh, is in uh, Schindler's List. They, as they're as Schindler's trying to escape from as the Allies advance or whatever, they the guy that makes the ring for him mentions that and and that Jewish proverb from the Talmud. And I mean, he was just kind of that guy. He just he would say people kind of in their darkest moments. I mean, I remember he when I was going through some stuff and. Uh, having trouble sleep, had you know, anxiety and all that shit. He was like, oh, I got an idea. And he didn't never told me this. A fucking weighted blanket showed up my doorstep one day from him. Like, he just bought me a weighted blanket. And mm-hmm. those things aren't necessarily fucking cheap. No, they kind of are now. At the time, they weren't. At the time, they weren't, because yeah. I was, I was and, looking and for them. And I know he didn't have the money for that. Yeah. I, he fucking didn't. I know he didn't. He and, sent me books. He would just send books. Yeah, he sent me up. shit all the time, too. It's so yeah. just oh, ridiculous. Yep. And he just said, I know you're having trouble sleeping because of anxiety. This has really helped me. So I hope it'll help you, too. And I've slept with one ever since. And there's stories. I mean, stories are coming out in the pub like that constantly. Mm -hmm. Like, I was going through this thing, and Steve just messaged me out of the blue. They didn't even ask for it. Like, messaged me out of the blue and just asked if I was okay, and then checked up on me, like, in the weeks and months that followed just to see if I was okay. Like, I mean, what what is that if it isn't, I mean, in sense, saintly and holy behavior? He who saves one life has saved the world entire. I mean, he just had that... Mm -hmm. He had that selfless streak where it was just like going through what he had gone through, you know, years ago. And for, like that was the motivating force of going, if I can keep one person from doing that, my life is complete. I know Religion News did an article about him and it mentioned uh, Henri Nouwen's uh, wounded, wounded healer. healer. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. a f- that's what he was. Yeah. He was a fucking wounded healer. Yeah. I mean, in every possible sense of that word. Well, and, and it reminds me also of, in the same way of Richard Orr talking about he who, um, if you don't trans, what did he say? If you don't, he who doesn't transform your pain, transform your it. pain will surely transmit it to others. He was transform able to pain. transform his pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because of that, so many people have been touched. I, I mean, it's just, I mean, here's another one. Somebody, an anonymous Facebook user yeah. um, said he and his wife, <laughs> Paid for several months of therapy for me because a tragedy had invaded my life and I couldn't afford the sessions. I mean, yeah. holy fuck, dude. Like, that's what the world is now. That's why the world is heavier. So he, he um, pays for therapy for, for one person and for me sends me a t-shirt that says allegedly with an ostrich on it. So. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I'm dead serious. I've I'm seen so that jealous. shirt. I didn't know he said Oh my it. God. You should have worn it. I know. Holy I didn't even fuck. think. I didn't even think about it. Allegedly. <laughs> If you're not a letter kitty fan, Man. you won't get that, but that's <laughs> that's quality. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I don't know what I mean. I don't know. He had a he, he got a fucking pig, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. If there's anything that's uh, the most Steve thing in the world is a therapy a fu- pig. I bought a therapy pig. In that, and like, when, he, when he put it, all I could think of was that is God. No, that is classic. That's classic him. him. Yeah. Aw, fucking K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, can, that's, yeah. Can Can I play a video that Steve sent us oh, a couple weeks ago? Yes. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna so uh, we are you're not gonna be able to hear our reactions to this video, but this was a video. This a, Steve would just send videos to people. Yes. Just. Yeah. Among, among other things. Among other things. Lots of I think at one time all three of us have had him blocked at different times. Yeah. Just because he wouldn't relent. No. Um, he wouldn't. 
Which is exactly the reaction yeah. he wanted. And then yeah. we don't block exactly and they come right back into our stream. But I want to share this God video. damn, Steve. This video he, he uh, sent us because it's just, it's goofy. It's Steve. It's... It's silly. So uh, we're going to show that to you. You're going to be able to see it and in, in hopefully hear it in the podcast version. So here we go. I run back to this place just to remember the taste of strawberry wine. 17, you motherfuckers, hot July moon. Saw everything. Even your penis? Everything. Your little tiny penis. First taste of I have some strawberry vodka, bitches. <laughs> and that was that was a hundred percent. Oh my Steve. god! And, and we did get his permission to put that on the podcast. Like we were like, dude, we're gonna put that on the podcast. Well, well, you have to. So. Oh god. my god. <sighs> I've never seen I've never seen a more Steve thing in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that encapsulates him so well. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> One day at work, he was let me see if I can find that this string of texts. I was I was on a job and um he just sent me a text and I was like in the middle of it, so I couldn't talk to him. He said, uh, Mikey, Mikey Pooh, Michael, Mike. <laughs> Big Mike. All separate texts. Mike-a-roo. Mike-a-rooney. Mike-a-roney, the San Francisco treat. <laughs> that, that, all, uh, that shit happened all the time. Yeah. Just. And I, and I said, uh, hey, sorry, man. Uh, I was at work. He said, literally just bullshitting with you. Love you, muffin. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it, Steve. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and that—that's what I'll miss is like I could call him anytime, yeah. and he would and he would answer. Yep. It's and now that is gone. I mean, I don't really call people generally. I call Brad, but we work, talk about work yeah, and, right. and 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 <laughs> what we're pissed off. What we're pissed off about that week, you know? But God damn it, I got to go to this place again. Yeah. Fuck me. And, and he would, he would just pick up and talk and chat. I think that's one thing I've, I mean, just in terms of his impact, just realizing how much someone who reaches out means. I'm yeah. horrible. I mean, you guys have all probably experienced it at returning texts or getting back to <laughs> things like, and, and I just want to be like people, it can, it's my flaw. Please don't take it personally. It's my flaw. Um, but just going, I mean, I've had, you know, obviously pub people checking on each other. Um, but you know, I had a couple friends outside of the pub sphere check on me and I was just like, it means so much. And I'm so much not a text or caller anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, fucking do it, man. Like get over whatever issues you have. Um, Another thing I want to, and this is mainly for anyone who maybe has 
unfinished things, just to let you know you're not alone. I left Steve on red. Uh, basically, it was a little while back, and I like didn't get back to him, and then it was like at that point of a couple of days where it was awkward, and I was like, okay, well, I gotta, I gotta make it. I gotta apologize, and you know. But then we went on vacation, and then he had stuff going on, and I just like it just crushes me that I couldn't, not couldn't. I didn't just take the time then to go because we were having a conversation where we left it, and um, just to jump back in because I know Steve wouldn't judge me. <laughs> And wouldn't <laughs> no, nah. but I say that a just because I know that that doesn't make me a bad person, but it fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Hey. I went to see what we were texting about, and he was making me laugh. And then I saw the last thing, and I was like, oh, I didn't get back to him about that. And but I know there's in in our sphere, there's got to be people who this didn't end on like the last funny thing or the yeah whatever. Yeah. And sudden tragedy does that. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know. I guess I'd just say, it, not just you, if you have anything like that. Yeah. yeah. And I think even the people who, where it did end on something funny, there's always stuff that you feel like you could have said or oh, done fuck. or phone yeah. calls or texts that you could have made to somehow change this and it just you, yeah. you can't mm-hmm. no you, i you, dude there i have no way i have felt i'm not gonna lie i have felt super fucking guilty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i was just talking to him on friday texting him i was just checking up on Lindsay, his wife mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i knew she was in the hospital and i was yeah. just saying hey buddy how's she doing or whatever and then he so we texted a little bit and then he sent me some goofy ass video uh, it, it, steve yeah, yeah. And I just texted back, ha ha, like, which is fine. But then I think, like, how, how much was he struggling right there? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, what if I had reached out on Sunday and just said, hey, man, I want you to know that I love you. I, I mean, I, I, that, I, I can't get that shit out of my head. And like the... I mean, you just kind of wonder. I'm, I'm in once again to the enneagram. I'm in enneagram six. I'm a helper, like in a lo- like I'm a loyalist. So like, I want to be able to save and help everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. And so all I could think about was, holy fuck. I mean, could I, mean, could I have? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, could yeah. I have changed this? I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's that's been part of what has like been fucking devastating was like could it have just been one text that like i don't know honestly probably not i mean probably not i it just again that's the unanswerable question but my guess is no i the thing with mental illness is i mean there have been times where i've been pretty pretty deep in the darkness and nothing's gonna fucking nothing would fucking pull me out jesus christ would come here and say hey let's go get a beer and it wouldn't have fucking mattered like Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have pulled me out. It, it just sometimes you go into the depths and and there's nothing that's going to pull you out of that. Yeah, and we know. I mean, a, he had a big community checking in on him, yeah. affirming yeah. him during yeah. that time. I mean, because I had the similar th- like, why didn't I just yeah. a couple of days earlier go, right. hey man, 
But I know people were, and I know all of our, you know, contact with each other, all of our concern makes a difference. But I know that one in a sea of people, you know, right, mm-hmm. isn't the deciding factor, you know. Yeah, and and once you've gone down a kind of once you've made up your mind to go down that dark path, it's really fucking hard to get off of it. Once your mind's been has been made up, it's usually yeah. for you. But I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and um, you know, I I spoke with, I Facetimed with him on Friday, um. Fucking ridiculous. The last conversation I had with him, I, um, uh, the phone wasn't picking up my voice. I don't have a very low voice, but apparently my voice was too low for FaceTime that day, and I, like, did a, like, purposefully ridiculous, like, female-sounding voice so it would pick up, <laughs> and he was dying. He thought it was just the funniest thing in the world. Um, could you, uh, could you give us an example of that? Steve! <laughs> Steve! Can you hear me? Steve! Oh my God! Wait, was it really not working, or was it he just really saying, like, was I can't not, hear no, because you when there was you're this, low, there was someone okay. else on the call as well, okay, and they okay. couldn't hear me either. Okay. But they could hear Michaela because Michaela was standing next to me, and so That's weird. Um, yeah, you're you're very deep voice. And yeah. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have I have the radio voice, fucking Barry White, saying bass. So I I could I could sing higher higher notes than some of the altos in school, but we're not going to go there. So. It, you know, and, and um, he was he was bright as always, and um, you know, I I uh, <laughs> that's that's case she says she can confirm. So see, um, <laughs> proof. I uh, <laughs> um, I I've I've struggled literally my entire life with um, with self harm, ideation, and stuff like that. Um, I my entire life, and um, I can like I. Because I think some people want to think, well, maybe he was hiding it. Maybe he was really like it was a lot worse than than, and he was putting on a bold front. And and there might have been some of that mm-hmm. because I mean he was they were in the middle of of some shit, mm-hmm. but he also had. I mean, my last video I have of him is him giving this long, like laughing discussion about how things are looking up and how like he's got a new job and how like yeah. this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, and. I don't, I mean, for anyone who, who has struggled with that as well, um, it literally can be an hour that can like just yep. take a nosedive yep. and, and you can't not return. Like you can't not, you can't shut yourself off. Um, don't, don't let that one hour come through because it, it can, it can mm-hmm. change the whole trajectory. It reminds me of when Robin Williams died. And everybody was yeah. like, he seems so happy. And I was thinking, he fucking was. Yeah. 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 Like, it, it, it was just. That's not how. That's, that's he how lost, mental illness it's not is. An act. He lost. That's the, what mental illness right. is. He I lost. Mean, he yeah. lost the battle that day. Yeah. And, and it's like the same thing with Steve. He wasn't that joyous, boisterous person. That was Steve. And that he kind of was Robin Williams a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I mean, he, like that yes. kind of energy. Like, yeah. And he he was joyful and he was happy and he just it, that hour that day mm-hmm. whatever like he lost he lost the fucking battle man like and it's just and you know we were talking the other night about how i i hate using that martial energy when it, or um language uh, vocabulary when it comes to things like this because on the one hand like he did i mean 
as I think Ryan just said on there, like he he battled with depression for three decades. Yeah. Like call that a win by any definition. It's like he or he kicked depressions out. I mean, like <laughs> if you're talking about like he he battled through this for a long time, but he didn't lose any more than any of us will. Right. Like <laughs> you know, there none of us gets out of here alive. And um, and I just I hate the like you know, people who are battling with cancer and they lost the battle. It's like, no, they lost mm. the battle with mortality, you yeah. know, like, and it, yeah. it came at a time and that, uh, that doesn't make it better. doesn't make it worse. What it, what it does is just simply, I think, put it in, um, yeah. Robin Williams and Mr. Rogers combined. Holy That's shit. fucking true. Yeah, man. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And, like a really inappropriate Mr. Rogers. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't. Hey, fucking neighbor. Super inappropriate. How the fuck are you? I'm going to yeah. take my fucking shoes off and feed the fucking fish. <laughs> you fuckers. Uh, so what, what, go ahead and finish Sorry. that thought. Sorry, Josh. Well, I was, you know, I was thinking about some of the things we've been talking about this week about like the total lack of, of um, like healthy habits. The, like the realization that tragedy, tragedy can display your yeah. lack of healthy habits. They're all middle aged and trying yeah. to. Yeah, no, it's, well, like, it's when you said that. When you said that, it was like, holy shit! I think I said I feel that like in my bones. Josh. Yeah, because hours later, Brad's like, I need to do taekwondo. Something. Yeah. You're right. Actually, yeah, I did yeah, think that. This did say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so you know, and I think that one of the things that this this podcast and and Steve in his own work did was try to offer people other avenues towards. Mm-hmm towards the sort of wholeness that you used to get from being involved in Christy things. Um, <laughs> like, you know, cause I, I don't miss, I think I said something to the effect of like, I don't miss church. I don't yeah. miss God, but I miss like the structure it gave my life yeah. and the, like mm-hmm. the coping mechanisms yeah. it offered. I yeah. said, what, did, what I think I said to all you guys, like, Hey, yeah. do you remember when we used to have answers for this shit? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that fun? That was something. Right. Like, and, and, I mean, they were bullshit. I mean, they were terrible they were answers, answers yeah. but in our yeah. minds, they were yeah. answers. And like, so I think one of the things that I'm, I'm searching for in this process is to find uh, ways to, to, mob- like to, to mobilize myself in some way, to, to move towards something that, you know, t- it takes the because right now I feel and, and I mean, it's like I said, I, I wrote some stuff about that. Like I just, I feel completely immobilized. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. just unable to to. I just can't do anything right now. Yeah, and I and I know this this has hit all of us, but it has hit you particularly hard because you guys. He was like a mentor. You went on like yeah. trips with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like we had a ride in your tree last last yeah. summer. I we mean, were going to do was, a family trip together. He was very and, instrumental in get, helping you get your book published. And, yeah. yeah. You know, like... They made a book out of that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Someone did. And, um, yeah, I mean, so... I know we've... It's it's just great. It's interesting to hear you talk about him because you were so much closer than even any of us yeah. in here. And I mean, he was he was close to everyone, though. Like, it wasn't... Yeah, he was. Yeah. I mean, he was... He Even was if he never met Steve. you or just talked to you, like, yeah. that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Do you want to play us a song, Lucas? We, like, we don't have a loose plan, but we have some some bits. things we want to... We bits and pieces. <laughs> yes, some bits. Um, so I'm going to actually mute all of us, okay. so okay. it sounds a little bit better, I think. Right. I'm going to... If I can remember what you're plugged into... <laughs> Check, check, check. That one? Did it lighten up? Um, Come on. 
and Lucas has disappeared. Yeah. Oh, did it? All right. Let's see. Can Can everyone hear Lucas? Can you hear me? Check. Check. Fuck it. We'll do it live. You can hear it. All right. Flashes back into my mind And now it's etched in stone We're all on this road together But I didn't know we were walking you home Would let my feelings be more free Now they're all just tangled up in me I don't know what to say All my words stripped away I don't know what to say hope that you're okay That tender boy and sassy girl They're both parts of you The fierce loving mama's got to carry on Oh, Jesus, Jesus, please come through. I don't know what to say. All my words stripped away. I don't know what to say. I hope to God they're okay Oh, oh, oh Oh, 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 oh. oh. I don't know what to say All my words are stripped away I don't know what to say But I hope we're all okay I hope we're all okay God damn now I just hope we're all okay
God damn it. Makes me up. Yeah, that was... We will be. Not right now. Yeah. Maybe not next week. We will. Because that's the kind of energy that Steve left. say (laughs) literally yeah i mean now i mean i'm not the only person who felt that but it was just like fuck like you know i'm thankful for a community where we don't feel like we have to um explain it rationalize it theologize it no you don't just go this is fucking bullshit this fucking sucks travis i want our friend back yeah yeah yep um yeah um the only thing you can do is just carry on his work in your own life i mean that's that's the greatest thing you yeah. can possibly do. Is I was just, thinking about that a just lot carry, today. Just carry his shit on, man. Carry his energy on. I mean, nobody's going to match his energy. Like, <laughs> maybe all like, of us collectively. Collectively, maybe, might get to like 20% of what he had. But, um, I mean, if he was a Lamed Vavik, we, why can't we all do that? Why can't we all be those kind of... I mean, yeah. we've all met people who... Like, I've been in rooms with people who carry an energy with them. Not necessarily like a, <laughs> like a Steve energy. That was a That was a whole different level of energy. But, like... They carry themselves in such a way like I need to be around this person. Mm-hmm. Like this person, if I'm around this person, I will become a better person. I've met half a dozen people in my life probably who were like that, who I knew if I was around them, I would be a better person. And Steve was one of those people for many different reasons. And I mean, if you just that that's what we have to do is just carry on what he did. Mm-hmm. Um in any what in whatever way that looks like for in our own lives. I mean, using <clears throat> and he would want you to use your gifts. And just use his fucking energy with those gifts, and and just carry it on. Yeah, I was <clears throat> thinking about our friend Billy. He has a, he's very fond of saying when, <clears throat> sorry, when somebody you know in the pub loses a friend or a, a family member or whatever, he always says, "May you carry their light." Yeah, yeah. That's a it's a fucking bright light <clears throat> to carry, man. Yeah. Josh, are you in a place to yeah talk? Actually, I think I could. Um, so <clears throat> I I can't sing very well, so I wrote something. <laughs> I can't either, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> In a normal podcast, I would ask you to sing whatever you're about to read. But right, yeah. T- we'll fl- forget we'll that. Do, we'll that do, we'll do slam poetry <laughs> yes. with it. Yeah. Um, I forgot my beret. I'm sorry. <laughs> my black turtleneck. Um, so, yeah. Uh, got off work a little early today, and before I came here, this was uh, something that 
I don't know, tried to gather some of the this feeling of immo- immobility and the desire to carry mm-hmm. on the light. And so, um, it's the pause, the frozen silence when the power goes out and all are suspended in sudden deaf darkness. First, there's disbelief. Surely it's a mistake. Then flailing conviction. It'll it'll come back. What happens next depends on your forethought. Where's the flashlight, the candles, the matches? Any source of illumination to cut through the void. Perhaps you sit in the stillness, immobilized by the loss of a light you had not truly considered extinguishable. And now you find that some flames do not reignite, and you're left in the darkness, its immensities having swallowed you whole, a leviathan out of whom no psalms may be heard. My friend was incandescent, effulgent, the alchemy of the incarnation he so desperately sought to embody, bathed in mess and holiness, and he is gone. A dynamo, willing hope into existence where despair had sought to live, crafting charity from the ragged edges of suffering souls, joy issuing from deep reservoirs behind eyes that have seen the best and the worst of oneself and the world and passed through both. His flame burnt brightly, dispersing gloom, warming wounded hearts in a world grown chill, but it is now gone. To whom do I apply to make sense of this loss? What God will speak to me from the whirlwind? Give me not your platitudes, your promises of the hereafter, senseless words from blind men whistling fairy tales in the dark. I wish not for the heaven's cold ecstasies, but the warmth of my friend's embrace. Eyes crinkled in delight or shared grief. Give me back my friend. Or else, let a little of his light pass on to me, then perhaps I may find the strength of will to offer it to others. Shit, that's all we could have contained was a little bit of his light. (laughs) It's like when... uh, (laughs) <laughs> when Moses is like, show me your glory. Guys, like, you can see my ass. <laughs> like, that's that's kind of like Steve. Sounds like something Steve would say. Yeah, there's, there's no way we could, we could contain everything. Except he would was. actually send you a picture of yeah, his ass. ass. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, I mean, there's no way we, could, we can contain all of his, all that Steve was. But, I mean, just, just to get a snippet of it, I mean, would be enough to affect a lot of people. And I think that's I think that's the takeaway here. And for those of you who, um, I do want to say a thank you for those of you who have checked in on. Yeah, I know a lot. Uh, I've checked in I've on got a lot a text of us right now from. Yeah, I do somebody too. In the pub. Um, thank you. And we have. I really, I haven't really answered a lot of people because I don't want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> I just, I just don't. I, I just, it's, it's too much right now. And um, so I've tried to, I've tried to heart your replies or <laughs> your messages or whatever at least. But just know that we, we do see them. And if we're not yeah. responding, it's not because. We don't love you. We we see it, and we are greatly appreciative. So um, that was good stuff, Josh. By the way, yeah. oh, thank you. We should write a book, man. You got good. You got away with words. Um, I think we have a publisher in the pub right now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thank you to all of you who have reached out to us. I know. I mean, it, it it feels a little weird to me for people who have reached out to us because I know this is heavy for everybody. I thought else. that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah people yeah. asking me how I'm it's doing. Like, I'm like, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah. I know. Like. I mean, Steve was most definitely our friend, but I know he was a friend to so many people in the pub 
personal. Probably he was, even a, more, he was a savior. Yeah, to a lot of people, I think he was. Yeah, yeah, he like absolutely in, was in a in the most tangible sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yep, he was. I'm sorry, man. I don't want to no, get going. I no, it's fine. Um, I don't. I don't want to to go on too much longer. Um, <laughs> we're gonna close here in in a minute. Um, Brad, are you in a spot to to share? <clears throat> yeah. So, obviously, Steve's work um, was very important, and I know a lot of people are probably feeling really lost right now without him. Um, I want to say a couple of things. Uh, One, I want to say a special something to the queer community. (laughs) We were all so happy for Steve. Mm -hmm. I can't help but think that him having to live in two separate lives for so long contributed so much to his issues. And nobody should have to live like that. And so if that's you, like if you're finding yourself struggling, um, you know who you are, but you're afraid to admit it and afraid to say it, please reach out. Yeah. yeah. Um, join the pub or jump into our DMs. One of us or mm-hmm. our pastor's account, somebody, um, and, and just say, I, I have to get this out. Mm-hmm. And you will find acceptance and you'll find love. I think I posted on, um, in, during, at the beginning of, of June. If if your parents aren't affirming, I'm your dad now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we'll, we'll be your friend. We'll, we'll be your, your father. We'll yeah. be whatever. Yep. Your brother. Whatever, whatever you need. You need. Um, nobody should have to fucking live like that. And um, I know we were all so so fucking happy for him because I think we all kind of knew. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, you know, I mean, it's Steve. Like, I mean, he gave off a certain energy. Like. It, it, I mean, queer energy, and I don't mean, I mean that in like the best <laughs> yeah, sense right. of the word. Like, yeah. And, um, so we were all so happy for him, and we want that for you as well. Um, so please reach out, join the pub. It's an accept, accepting group of people, or if you don't want to do that, that's fine. Totally understand. Reach out to one of us or a friend or somebody that you trust. You can trust us. Yeah. Or if you have a trusted friend, please don't don't continue to hide who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't carry it alone. Don't carry it alone. You don't yeah. fucking have to. Um, so uh, that's the first thing I wanted to say. And for anybody that is feeling really lost, that um, may be contemplating suicide, I want to give the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline uh, number. Uh, the number is 800-273-8255. We'll put that in the show notes. I think you can text as well. Yeah. I need um, to. I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah. But um, you're loved. Yeah. And, and one and thing one thing that keeps going through my mind that has broken my heart is I just, I hope that he didn't die thinking that nobody gave a shit. No. Because so many did. Yeah. And so many care about you too. So please reach out, call that number, reach out to one of us, 
whatever you need to do. Yep. Um, just know that you're you're cared for and you're loved. Okay. Text home to seven four one seven four one. It's free, twenty four seven crisis counseling. We'll put that in the show notes as well, Michael. I'll, I'll text that. Yeah. Or I'll message any, that to you. Any closing thoughts before we end this? I don't think I can do anything else. No, it's fine. Um, so we're going to play um, a song that Steve over and over and over again uh, talked about. Um, one of his favorite songs. Um, actually spoke with the artist of the, of the song today and asked permission to, um, to play it on the podcast. And, and uh, his name's Devin Ballroom. Um, I'll try and put a link to him in the show notes as well. If somebody notices that I didn't, please hit me up and I will, I will correct that mistake. I will send you a message um, to remind you to do that. Okay, so um, the song is called Weak Sometimes. Uh, we wanted to save it to the end because we're not gonna, <laughs> not sure Facebook's going to kick us off for playing it. Um, <laughs> but it'll be in, in the, uh, the long form of the, the podcast as well. So hopefully, hopefully you can hear it. After that, we'll close out. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you for... Thanks. For everything, yeah. and again, uh, thank you uh, for reaching out to us as well. Yeah, so. be sure to check out the GoFundMe in the show notes, um, and and help um, Steve's family through this time. Um, there's there's so much to 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 what do they now. What do they need to search for on GoFundMe to make sure that? Um, I, I believe it's called. Um, that's a good question. Well, the link will definitely be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to. I mean, it'll be up on the pub. I'm sure. And yeah, we it's can, already in the it pub. It is in the pub. Yeah, uh, I, I blast it everywhere. It memorial we put fund. It on Twitter too. It's called memorial fund for Steve Austin's wife and children. Um, it's already on Twitter as oh, well. Oh, it's on so our Twitter. It's already. I okay. posted it on Twitter. Right. So um, anyway, so this is the song by Devin. Thank you, Devin, for for um, letting us play this song. Uh, it's called "Weak Sometimes" by Devin Ballroom. Yeah.
let it sit, it'll dissipate You say that no one's had a better day By dealing with the shame Sometimes 